Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes on this beautiful day. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. They are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here, we do it together. So let's do this. If you want to get in contact with me, the best way to do it is at benpagedc at gmail.com or my Instagram account at benpagedc. And if you listen to this, take a screenshot and tag me at benpagedc and I'll tag you right back and I'm 100% sure it'll make my day. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. So you won't miss any of the episodes that I'm, that I'm putting out about my new book, Playing in the dirt. And today is episode number 224 or new beginning episode number six. And today I'm talking about chapter five of my book, Playing in the Dirt. I tried to fake it as much as I could by trying to enjoy the graduation. However, when it was all over, it hit me like a brick wall. Nothing had changed. I didn't feel any different even though I had just received my diploma and I was officially a doctor in chiropractic. I was hoping to feel something, some type of relief, some type of hope, but nope, nothing. It hit me hard and knocked me down and I wasn't able to get up. After graduation, we didn't have anything special planned. My wife wanted to celebrate and we had every right to. We had just gone through a very arduous journey and made it through to the other side. With my negative internal environment and anxious worries for the future, I just couldn't get myself to enjoy the moment. Instead, the opposite happened. I ruined the situation for everybody. I couldn't find the way to explain to my wife what what I was going through, my feeling of inadequacy, of self-doubt, of anxiety for a future burden with the pressure of a huge load of debt. This frustrated her, and on top of it, I wouldn't spend any money to celebrate because we didn't have any money to celebrate with. So So we ended up eating Burger King in the car. I cried of sadness and frustration that night instead of joy, as I should have. I can almost feel it as I write this today, a very difficult moment, which should have been a beautiful one in our lives together. This is a part of chapter five of my new book, Playing in the Dirt. You might ask, why am I writing about a dark moment in my life in a book about playing in the dirt and getting back to nature? And that's a fair question, and this episode will hopefully answer that question. I mean, I'm not alone in feeling inadequate, self-doubt, not good enough, and thousands of other things that can, and many times, bring us down. Even though in those moments, I felt completely and absolutely alone. I know everybody has difficult moments, sometimes even moments so heavy and crushing that it literally feels like a boulder is on top of them, not allowing them to even take a breath of air. I say this because I have been there and experienced that crushing boulder on my shoulders. It literally feels impossible to get out from under the boulder, and many times it is. We just have to suffer a little. Sometimes the only way to get out from under the boulder is to dig our way out, is to play in the dirt, get a shovel and dig down literally. There have been moments in my life where that was all I could do, just dig down. They started in my mid-twenties when I suddenly realized life can be tough and is more than willing to throw you in the ditch and leave you there. I started to receive lots of negative feedback. I mean, not constructive criticism, but negative feedback, and I started to believe it. It actually became a lot easier just to believe it. 
That is who you are, I thought. That is where I went wrong. I allowed those things to bring me down. I know it was all because of me. I let those things bring me down. And I still struggle to this day, but what got me out of, from under that boulder that didn't even allow me to breathe was the shovel and the strength to dig down. It was the opportunity to play in the dirt. One of the principal ways it did this was by bringing me back to the present moment, focusing on something that was positive, that was good, planting a garden. It let me leave the past behind and forget about my anxieties of the future for just a couple of minutes at first. It was meditation at its best. It, it put me in that altered state of consciousness that we all need to experience. It, it put me in the zone. The zone is a really neat place where everything seems possible. I have felt it twice while playing basketball, but it isn't just in sports where it's felt. For anything to feel possible, you have to be completely focused and in the present moment. What has and still does this to the, today for me is the opportunity to play in the dirt. The first time I felt the therapeutic and calming effects of the garden was during my last year at Palmer College of Chiropractic. Even though, those hard even though I was going through some hard times, I always found a way to continue to study and learn while I was studying at Palmer. I, I listened to podcasts about modern survivalism and was trying to prepare myself and my family for any type of disaster that could happen. Of course, preparing for the most common and building from there. As I started to store a little food and save a couple of silver coins and find ways to protect my family, there was one thing that always came back, the garden. I was renting at the time in a fourplex and there wasn't much room for a garden, but I was determined. I felt determined to return to my roots and plant a garden. Real quick, I say return to my roots because at one time, all our families grew some of their own food. Maybe not all of it, but some of it. It is who we are. It is part of us and we should embrace it. Well, unless you come from royalty since the beginning of time and always had someone grow it for you, but I think that's pretty rare, I would guess. For most of us, it doesn't go further back than two or three generations in the victory gardens of World War II. Well, with the determination to plant something, I found wood, plank, wood, wood planks and two flower pots that were thrown out as trash. And with the wood planks, I made a one foot by four foot by one foot deep planter box. And there you go, a planter box and two flower pots as my first personal garden. Well, I guess you can say family garden because my son at the time, who was about three years old, helped plant the seeds in eggshells. One planter box and two flower pots with a couple tomato plants and pepper plants was enough to feel the therapeutic and calming effects of the garden. The few minutes it took to water, contemplate, enjoy, and eventually pick the fruits of my labor from the small garden was enough to put me in that altered state of consciousness, put me in the zone to meditate and to begin to heal my sick soul. Since that first little garden I planted with my three-year-old son, I have always tried to plant some type of a garden. Every season, plant something. It has happened in different states and even different countries, and it was never just for the nutrient-dense food, but for the beautiful and therapeutic effects that brings meditation. At first, I didn't understand what it was. I just felt great when I was outside with the plants and wanted that feeling to last as long as possible. I didn't fully, only, I didn't fully understand that, that I was in a constant battle with my negative emotions and feelings toward myself and others that keep bringing me back my, to those unpleasant moments in the past or only foresee an unpleasant future. The garden was what brought me to the present moment and allowed me to focus on one beautiful thing at a time. As I quote from the book, as I have continued to grow and learn about the importance of being in the present moment, 
I have come across different methods of meditation that, now I, that I now include in my own lifestyle. I also now take time almost every day to sit and focus on my breath and affirm certain beliefs. I sit and try to be still in mind, body, and spirit. Doing this has also made my gardening experience even more enjoyable and even more therapeutic. One of the different methods of meditation that I have learned about is mindfulness and the importance of gratitude in the meditation practice. This is something that I have included more and more while I garden. And the garden has made it a lot easier to keep that positive mindset of being grateful for the good times and bad times we go through. There's so many things to be grateful for in the garden and being physically in contact with them makes it so much easier to be mindful of them. So I'll finish this episode with an excerpt from my book, Playing in the Dirt. The garden is a perfect place to let everything go and immerse yourself in a healthy environment, an environment where one can slowly but surely change the neuronal pathways from stress and destruction to peace and creation. Using the garden to help see all that there is to be grateful for will help cultivate positive neuronal pathways. As I continue to play in the dirt, I am not only playing with, but I mindfully play. I consciously try to cultivate seeds that will bring forth good fruit and not just lay any seed, not let any seed cultivate in my mind, producing weeds. I am definitely not perfect, and I still have hard days, but they are much milder, milder and bearable with my mindful playing in the garden. I not, I not only wake up and start my day with gratitude for another day, but the garden reinforces that gratitude as I touch the soil, plant seeds, smell the fresh air, and water the plants. I am so grateful for the small planter box garden I have where I can dig my hands into homemade compost, where I consciously plant each seed and wait for a bright future of harvestable fruit, and at the same time, not worrying if it doesn't happen. I am so grateful for potable water that allows me to water my plants when there isn't enough rain. I am grateful for the rain when it falls. I am grateful for the opportunity to save seed. I am grateful for the sun that gives life to the plants that I nurture. I am incredibly grateful for the opportunity I have to share this information with you listening.